Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Can somebody give it up for Jesus? Come on. Yes. He deserves all the honor, all the glory, all the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God. You messed me up with that last one there. Praise God. I I mean, don't get me wrong. You guys can be seated if you can. You can turn the lights up. But I I just want to share with you what's on my heart real quick is that I know God performed a great miracle in me. Praise God. I've seen things that I didn't even think were possible. I've seen things. I've experienced so many things. But at the end of the day, if I wasn't going to, if I wasn't going to live, what I saw is God's faithfulness. Not just to me, because guess what? My promise is in heaven. But guess what God did? God saw fit that while my wife and I were gone, he made sure that the building Christian Christian fellowship would continue to remain. Maybe that doesn't doesn't mean nothing to y'all, but this is is big because everybody thinks that a ministry is is about a man when it's really about the man. And God's going to look after his church. But then again, I do thank God that he saw fit to allow me to be here to continue to minister and love on people. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I want to just stop and say something. Just, I think it was last week. I want to just tell you the reach of the building Christian fellowship, because we're not just a church. The church is a building. It's a building, but we are God's church. And I know it sounds like a a cliche, but I'm just going to share something with you guys. I went to go get a pair of tennis shoes. And as I was getting a pair of tennis shoes, I walk up, and the lady asked me for all my information, and I told her, this is a young lady, and she said, what's your email address so I can put you in our bank? I said, it should be in there. She goes, what is it? I said, my, my um, email address is pastor at tbcf.life. And she goes, oh, you're a pastor. She's like, yeah. And she says, oh, well, where do you preach? I said, at the building. She goes, the building? I heard of the building. I said, how did you hear about the building? She goes, well, I thought this very odd. I went into Barnes and Nobles, and she said, when I went there to get a book, I saw a bunch of young people about my age, and they were sitting there talking about the Bible, the Bible and having a Bible study. And she said, I thought to myself, look at the courage of these young people, just like me, that will sit in a public square and talk about Jesus. Watch this though. I said, really? She goes, yeah, it was a Latina, the the tall Latina girl and a tall, she goes, I don't know if he was black or mixed, but he was a tall dude. And I look and I said, was her name Anna? I said, yeah. I said, and and Ivy. She goes, yeah, that was who she goes. She goes, I was just intrigued. And they told me that they went to the building Christian fellowship. 
And she was like, wow. She goes, I just didn't realize. Because she goes, me, I believe in God. I just, I don't do it openly like that. This is what it means to touch people's lives and change their destinies. Because people aren't just coming to church. They become the church. They're preaching and evangelizing. That's what it's all about, you guys. So I just wanted to share that with you. That's what, as as a pastor... I'm proud. I'm supposed to preach a message today. I'll try to get through it. I don't know. My, man, I've got a new heart. And yeah, I'm all over the place today. Praise God. Well, just you guys welcome. Thank you for coming to celebrate with us. And um, gosh, there's just so many things, Kaya. I don't know what I want to, I don't even know where I want to start. 14 years last year I didn't think that we were gonna we didn't even get to see last year we were in the hospital and I was like man I wonder if everything's gonna go well and it went very well I was like okay God (laughs) okay so I get it but anyway we're so happy to be here so I just want you guys to go to the book of Amos 3 and 3 I'll try not to be long Once again, if you guys get quiet, I'll preach an extra 20 minutes. Come on, there you go. Somebody's got it. (laughs) Dios nos hace una pregunta en uh, Amos 3 and 3. Caminan dos juntos si nos se han puesto de acuerdo. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Do you guys know that God desires to walk with his people? Anybody know that? But God will only walk with us when we follow in the steps that he has ordered for us. Many times we want to make our own path. That's called the crooked path. But God's giving you a path that's straight. But you got to walk and be in agreement with him. Psalms 3, uh, 37 and 23 says this. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. God is pleased when you walk in the agreement steps that he's made for you. Now that with with that being said, just by a shout, maybe you you don't have to shout, maybe a, a hand. How many people believe in Jesus Christ? How many people agree with this word? How many people believe that the same God that got you here yesterday and got you here today, the same God will get you through tomorrow? If he did it before, he will do it again. How many people agree with that? Yeah, some people in here are going through some struggles and some situations. Listen, I'm just trying to tell you, if God's done it before, he will do it again. You best believe that that his promises are yes and amen. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says this, for I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and an expected end. What if, you guys, what if in front of you was a moment that would change your life forever? A moment rich with potential, a moment filled with the endless possibilities. What if you knew there was a moment coming, a divine moment, where God would meet you in such a way that nothing would be the same again in your life? 
What if that moment was a defining moment where the choices you made determine the course and momentum of your future? How would you treat that moment? How would you prepare for that moment? How would you identify that moment? Moments are as uh, numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand in the sea. And any of them could be more significant than the other. And at times, they may, they may seem mundane, but below the surface, there could be a miracle wrapped in that moment. Moments are mysterious. They're small enough to ignore and big enough to change your life forever. But I believe this is your moment. I believe it's a moment of decision. It's a moment of destiny, and it's a moment of direction. As I look around this congregation today, I realize that this movement and the decisions that we made in this place that we call the Building Christian Fellowship is much more bigger than me and my wife. What was started over 14 years ago and is now influenced over thousands of people here in California, and yes, maybe even a lot of people across the United States. Today, our ministry isn't here because of one person, but because God's faithfulness and, his, and countless numbers of people who have sacrificed their time, their resources, and their talents to make the Building Christian Fellowship what it is today. And the only reason why it happened is because y'all agreed with God together and you seized the moment. James 4 and 14 says this, whereas you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Now, this scripture tells me that we're not promised tomorrow. I'm just going to talk about that for a second. We are not promised tomorrow. So many of us, even right now, are thinking about, I got to go to work tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll tell my son this. Tomorrow, I'll call my dad or my mom. I'll tell my loved one something tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised. What if it never gets here? You have to seize the moment. When a moment arises, will you know it? Ephesians 5 and 16 says this. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Listen, wasted opportunities are like teeth. If you don't take care of them, you're going to lose them forever. And I noticed when I said that, nobody smiled. Because you missed out on a whole bunch of opportunities. Well, today is that moment for you to seize this opportunity to be a part of something that's bigger than you, something that's bigger than me, and it's bigger than everyone in this room. This is your moment to secure the future of our children and our children's children so that the Building Christian Fellowship will be the center of this community, a place where this, this is a place that would be a place of spiritual significance, a place of spiritual influence, and a place of spiritual impact. I want to make something clear to you guys in your, in your ears today. God has given me a vision for the Building Christian Fellowship that he would make this place a place of spiritual significance, a place where people could come and meet God in a real relevant way to, to have burdens removed and yokes destroyed, a place where signs, miracles, and wonders take place confirming the word of God. 
wants this place the building Christian fellowship he wants this place to be a place of spiritual influence why because we're a praying church a church that prays without ceasing changing and setting the atmospheres a place that makes uh, such an impact on this city and the and having favor with officials and schools and with businesses to get the work of the ministry and the spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ here in this community God wants the Building Christian Fellowship to be a place of spiritual impact. The building will be known for fulfilling the Great Commission by evangeling with our local community. So many people want to look at how they want to reach all the, the nations and everywhere. Why can't we just reach everybody here in our city? Think about it. Everybody wants to be famous. We need to just decrease that he can increase. We, need, we will be known, we will be known for having the most diverse congregation in Fairfield Susun area. I started off, and I'll just get a little testimony. I started off with just a little bit of Spanish, but when I was in the hospital, I kind of lost it, my Spanish. But God told me, he, God, God's promises are real, y'all. God told me, and I still got this vision to this day. And I, and I don't know if it was on Main Street in Susun that I was walking down. Uh, Main Street and this lady Latina lady was coming and she was carrying some bags and groceries and as I walked up to her I was able to minister to her watch this in Spanish God put that on my heart because there's people that, that listen they may know God in a funny way you guys know well I know God in, in, in my way I, me and him got our own personal relationship no I was able to meet with her talk to her she received the Holy Ghost. And then she turned around. Now watch this. this is what, watch what happened in my vision. She took that. Mind you, she was Catholic. She turned around. As you know, Abuela comes and she goes around with her family. And you guys know when Abuela says something, everybody sits down and listen. And she was able to share the real gospel of Jesus Christ to her family. And her generations were changed. That's what God wants for his church. God wants this place to be a, a place that has after-school programs, English as a second language. We would create businesses that will employ our family members. I just want to let you guys know something. This is happening right now. Yeah. Having favor with the city. You guys know we do the blessing in the blue and everything else, but you know what happened? All of a sudden, I'm, I'm going to be able to tell this. I can just tell. That's okay. We get a phone call from the Levin. And they were doing construction, and they couldn't do their summer school uh, activities, after school activities or something like that. So they called us. Said, look, we don't have nowhere to take the kids, and this and, and blah, blah, blah. And they said, hey, can you help us out? You know what we said? We, yes, we can. Watch this. But because of your generosity, we were able to open up the doors for these children to come in here and see. And this is what I started seeing. The parents coming in going... I didn't know this place was here. Well, now you do. You want, to, you want me to take you around and look at the church? God's doing it. I wanted it to happen way back in 2010. But God's timing is right because God loves his people. But he wants to make sure that we are able to handle the, uh, the influx that's coming in here. That we can love on people with the same love God gave us that we can turn around and give them. 
I don't know what other churches are doing, but they can sit around and twiddle their, their sanctified thumbs until Jesus Christ returns. But I promise you today that we will be a church that is giving, growing, and glorifying God. I'm here to tell you today that you are the provision for this vision. You have been sent by God to this place of worship to make this vision come true. Every one of you has something to offer to make this dream a reality. Don't look to the left and don't look to the right. All you have to say is this. It's me, Lord. I'm provision for the vision. But I ask you today. Do you guys believe in God? Do you believe in his vision? Years ago, I preached this message called going big. Anybody remember it? Going big, believing in God. Oh, man. Now is your opportunity to make this jump. The jump from believing in your head to believing in your heart. And giving yourself relentlessly in the pursuit of your belief. Coming to pass. I'm not going to ask you guys to look at your neighbor. Because sometimes I hate when pastors do that. (laughs) I just want to know, do you guys believe God? Are you guys ready to take the jump? This is the time. In time, and this is the time for you to seize this moment. Because as I'm looking right here, right now, I'm tired of playing church. I'm tired of playing church. I'm tired of sitting down and listening to people. I mean, like right now, since I've, I've had my change and God's given me a new heart, and, and I, I realize that God didn't just give me a physical heart, new heart. He gave me a, a spiritual heart, a heart of flesh. That I'm able to turn around. I I used to evangelize. Now I evangelize to everybody. And I mean everybody. Just this week, I was running around just evangelizing to everybody. I I go where they're at. I I don't sit down and talk about, you need to repent. No. I'm just able to talk to people. Say, hey, man, where are you from? And I told, just, just this week, I told these people that weren't believers my testimony. While we were in a cigar bar and everybody was getting drunk. Y'all laughing. I'm telling you the truth. Jesus went into different places. You could be friends with sinners, but you don't have to act like a sinner. But we went there and I listened and I began to tell and share my testimony. I actually opened my shirt up to let them look at my scars. And they're like, Pastor, wait, 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 what you did? What? I'm, yeah. And as I began to share them what heaven looked like, I turned to them, and these are men, the bride apart, and they started weeping. It wasn't just because it's a story, it's because it's true. And God's the one that helps that testimony. And as I begin to share with him, all of a sudden, I got phone numbers now because now I got friends and there's people I'm going to make appointments with because sometimes preaching with people right here isn't enough. I need to keep going to make real relevant relationships. But don't look at me to do this, you guys. It's going to be you to go out to share your testimony and look what the Lord has done with you. You don't have to have your heart open and your chest crack no matter what it is in your life. Just tell somebody about the goodness of God in your life. But you got to seize the moment. Yeah. 
now's the time. I want this place. And I was looking at pictures and I see the young people now. And now you guys are, oh my gosh, I'm looking at Jericho and all the young people in here, my, my son and my daughter. And I'm like, they were this big and now they're getting ready to graduate. Some of them are all gone off to college. And I'm like, our heart is that the building Christian fellowship would be a church, a generational church. That when I go off to be with the Lord, this church will still be here. I'm sorry, not in this place because we got bigger dreams. God's got a bigger vision for Sue soon. I believe that a man of God came to us one night and said this. He says, and this is somebody else, don't even go to our church. Came through the doors when they were locked. I don't know how he got in here. And he says, that, that my, he said, my wife wanted me to tell you that there's revival coming to Sue soon. He said, and it was going to start here. He said, but I believe it's going to be here. He didn't say when, he didn't say how, but I agreed with it. And I'm seeing it change this community a little bit by little bit. I'll take a little bit instead of just sitting there and watching it. I'm going to be the difference. I'm going to make the difference. I'm going to show the love of God wherever I go. I'm going to be about it and not talk about it. Will you seize the moment? Some of you right now are asking, it, 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 but I don't know what I can do. Look, just do something. There's so many things around here. And I just want to just give a shameless plug. Listen, if you guys don't know what your gifts are, we want you to get your phone, get your phone. If you can put up the growth track thing. We do growth track here so you can learn your spiritual gifts. Learn, learn what you could do here at the church. There's some people in here say, well, I really don't have that many spiritual gifts. Maybe you're a mechanic. That's a spiritual gift to me because uh, sometimes I need my oil change. And y'all are laughing, but I also want to tell you, see, I'm going somewhere. Sometimes, don't be coming in here asking somebody to fix on your car without giving him a, a blessing. Amen. Seize the moment. You guys got it up there? He's thinking about it. I want you guys, everybody, if you get phones out, this is what I need you to do. Once he gets it, get your phones out. So just imagine behind me. There you go, JR. Thank you. There's going to be a QR code that's up here. If you don't have the app on your phone right now, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. It's almost up there. I want you guys to take a picture. When you take a picture, as you look at it, there's a little thing that comes up. Press it, and it'll show you where to download the app. On the app, you can find out everything about the church. But most of all, most of all listen, maybe you're here and you don't go to this church. I want to encourage you. When you go back to your church, if you're not serving, or maybe you're serving in an area that you, you, you don't really feel like you need to be in, take this and go back to your church. Because as far as I'm concerned, there's many churches here. There's only one church. You guys hear me? There's only one church. That's God's church. You guys hear it? Hallelujah. <laughs> Growth track. Sign up today. But T-Rex, as you come, as, as I close. It's 14 years, you guys. 14 years. And God has been faithful. I've seen so many miracles happen here. But I do want to mention 
a couple of people that I just, off the top of my head, I just want to say that we miss, but were with us from the beginning. And that was Mama Betty, Betty Davis, my mother-in-law, member from the beginning. My father, Thomas L. Butcher Sr., they've gone on to be with the Lord. I sure miss them both. And if you guys don't know this sound, what's up? <laughs> Brother Robert Bob Croft. Praise the Lord. That's the Lord telling me it's time. <laughs> Praise God. I want everybody to stand to their feet. I'm going to share some last thing because I, I like I'm random, but I got to say this. There's something I noticed during the service. We are not a perfect church. Look at me. I stumble. I, I stutter now. I forget things. But you know what? God uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. If you're looking for a church that makes a lot of mistakes, this is it. But if you think we're not, we don't have it all together, there's a bunch of churches around, around this place. A whole bunch of churches around here. Like I said, we make a lot of mistakes. But here's where we, we grow together. We have patience with each other. You guys hear me? Because a lot of people nowadays, we just don't have patience with anybody. The way that the world is, is, is doing for us, everybody wants to be mad and cancel people, but we don't, we forgot about grace. I know the Lord told me this. He said, just show people grace the same way I gave you grace. And that helped me out a lot because it gives me patience for people. Amen? You guys, you guys help me out. All right. Praise God. Well, today, it's our birthday, and would I be wrong for asking for a gift? Well, I want you to give a gift because this gift is not for me. It's not for the building. The gift is to Christ's bride to become a part of her bride, to give your heart to Jesus today. If you're in here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and I know it's redundant. People say when they come to church, and like, oh, it's the altar call. No, this is real. Maybe you'll have the experience here. Maybe when you go home, maybe God will touch your heart. But if you're here today at this moment, right now, seize this moment to give your life to Christ. If you're here today, just I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm just going to ask you to come to the altar. I want to pray with you. I don't, I don't have a, a secret prayer. I can't save your life. But if you're here today and you want to give your life to Christ, just come on up. Second petition is this. If you backslidden as the word says if you just kind of said man you know what I haven't been loving on God like I should have I haven't been in you know I feel out of fellowship with him well God loves you he sees your heart but I would love to pray with you today and say you know what God sees you he loves you he's given you grace but I want to just show you a place where you could be surrounded with a lot of believers 
that can help you walk in the path that God has given you. Is there anybody here like that that says, I need that kind of prayer. I want, I, I want my relationship with Christ to grow. Is there anybody like that here today? Amen. Praise God. All right, we'll move on. Amen. Praise God, sister. Come on up. Come on up. You can come on. It's okay. Come on, Pastor Raquel. Anybody else? thank you right now I thank you Lord that your word is always true I thank you right now for deliverance I thank you right now Lord that you will set the captives free in this place Lord I come against every addiction every foul spirit every spell every incantation I come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that your word said those who are free are free indeed. We stand in that word. We come against every thought. We take every thought and pull it into captivity right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that right now, Lord. I, I, I cancel out every generational curse in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that we will walk in our freedom. I thank you, Lord, that we will continue to hear your words. That any other voice that we hear, we shall not follow. We will only follow your voice. So we thank you for that right now. Lord, I thank you for strength. Guide us and lead us into all truth. Lord, I thank you that today we've heard your word and we're going to hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. As we leave this place, Lord, we thank you that you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. Give us traveling mercies to get to our places appointed. Lord, I thank you for these 14 years. I thank you, Lord, that there are people that are going to continue to come to the Building Christian Fellowship and even the ones that are watching online. I thank you that you meet them, that we send the word right now and they're healed. And I thank you for that. Lord, we love you. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, give God a praise.